Welcome to the Tell Me Something Good podcast, your weekly dose of something inspiring, something entertaining, and something good. We're your hosts, Brett Cortell and Paolo, and together, we want to help you take your life way beyond the ordinary. So lean in, listen up, and let us inspire you. Welcome to episode five of Tell Me Something Good. Thanks for being here. Rate and subscribe. Wow, that sounded well, no, robotic. Was I, was I not supposed to do that? Was I, am I not reading this out? Or that was just like a... Like in that robot So voice? this is the first time that we've had the show notes printed out. We're stepping it up a little bit. We are. We're professional. Because yeah. Brett wanted to see my body instead of the laptop. That's what you said. <laughs> I said I didn't want there to be a barrier. Which also sounds bad. I don't like it. No, we are, we are saying a table is between us. Yes. Yeah. And it's like when you cross your, it's like when you're talking to somebody and you're crossing your arms. It's basically a form of, no, it's like a I, barrier. So I that's do, what I'm no, saying. No, I cross my arms because I want to cross my arms. I'm very aware of that though. I am I've, I've actually started using that to my advantage when I'm talking to people. Like when I'm in meetings with attorneys or mediators or whatever, I'm very deliberate with how I sit. My, my, if my legs are crossed, if they're open. That's right. Yeah. It's all about body language. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. So. Well, that wasn't a perfect start. Let's reel it in. Reel but it in. No, just ruined my segue. Sorry. <laughs> that wasn't a perfect... Well, who are you? Not that everyone doesn't know yet, but... I am Brett, and just happy to be here. Oh, my God. Thanks for tuning in, guys. No, you don't it's tune, a good day. You don't tune in. This isn't day. radio. <laughs> Thanks but for I'm pressing play. It's close to radio. It's the modern radio. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Paolo, and, uh... I'm unfortunate to be... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So listen, that wasn't a perfect start, but that's okay. Because that's what we're talking about, perfection. That's right. We're but, not going to edit it. No, perf- well, we haven't... We don't really edit much. But perfection is really crippling um, for a number of reasons, which we're going to get into. Just adjusting my levels. Yeah, so you want to kick it off? Yes. Um, and I do want to say, just before I get into something good, because today I am uh-huh. up, I want to thank you for being here. Um, please keep rating, subscribing... Um, and also I did that bit already in the beginning. Did you? Yeah, when I said thanks for being here, rate and subscribe. Oh, yeah, because you read it. Just yeah, like read that, it. like washed over me. I, I just so want to um, also just, if you did listen last week, I am still fasting right now, so I'm, I'm feeling a little lightheaded. <laughs> so we'll see what comes out of my mouth during this. Uh, as long as you be, don't have a hangry rage attack, we're going to be just No, I, I don't find myself hangry at this point. Okay, good. Yet. All right. Well, thanks for being here. And I'm going to go right into my something good yeah, today. Do this, this goes hand in hand with our topic today, perfectionism. Um, this is a quote. Uh, there's this woman who is really a social activist at this point. She's also an author. Mm-hmm. Her name is Glennon Doyle. And she has a new book coming out called Untamed. I believe it's coming out in a matter of weeks at this what point. Is, what's her most well-known book? Um, Love Warrior is one of her most well-known. I've heard, th- I've heard that name before. Yes. Curious. She's married to Abby Wambach. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're like power couple mm-hmm. times one million. Um, okay, so this is a quote that she posted the other day from her upcoming book, and it says, if you're uncomfortable, in deep pain, angry, yearning, confused, you don't have a problem, you have a life. Being human is not hard because you're doing it wrong, it's hard because you're doing it right. You will never change the fact that being human is hard, so you must change your idea that it was ever supposed to be easy. And I, I'm actually amazed I was able to read that without crying. I just, I love that quote so much. Um, and what it gets back to for me is that I think I equate perfectionism really with control, trying to control a narrative, mm-hmm. trying to fit into a box 
because we think things are going to be easier or people are going to be easier on us. Um, and it's just not the case. Being human is the opposite of perfection. It's just messy. And so um, that quote really speaks to that for me. Um, and another, another quote I want to share before we move into our discussion is this one from Claude Monet. And this is, this is amazing. I had never read this one before. My life has been nothing but a failure. Claude Monet, one of the greatest artists of all time. I would actually just like to ask for a show of hands. How many people knew that Monet's first name was Claude? Well, yeah, yeah, French major did. what? Yeah, well, yeah. I, don't, I would actually, if you would ask me 10 minutes ago, what's Monet's first name? Mm. Wouldn't have known it. Okay. Just so well, fact. Yeah. It's good. We're learning yeah. something new every day. Yeah, there you go. So that's my something good. What do you think? I like it. Right. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. It's true because, you know, as we're going to get into, nothing is perfect. Mm-hmm. And I, my, my, my definition of perfection is imperfection. Right. That's deep. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. it really is. It's a good yeah. one. But listen, I know it's not my turn, but I have to say something good. Brett had a haircut, I just say it looks very, very nice. Oh, that's nice yeah. of you. Thank yeah. you. I know it's really hard for you not to give me shit, so this is a rare moment. I'm yeah. going to embrace it. Hold on to it. Yeah. So perfectionism, what is it? For Paolo, it is being imperfect. Well, being perfect means being imperfect, but what is perfectionism? Um, and to me, it kind of means like a never-ending report card. It means you're avoiding failure. It means yep. you're avoiding discomfort. Um, and you're looking for love and approval based on something flawless. Yeah. Which is pretty impossible. One thing that I thought could be fun to do today is we are going to go through a little online quiz about perfectionism. Okay. We're going to see if each of us have qualities of perfectionism. And then we're going to talk a little bit about different forms of it. And then in the end, we'll kind of like pull it all together and mm-hmm. talk about some takeaways that we have. So just before we do this, uh, it's going to be very interesting because from the outset of us uh, starting this podcast endeavor, it was very clear that Brett is a perfectionist with, in terms of wants everything to be structured and you know laid out as we have here with the show notes, whereas I am not. You know, I, my, my feeling is always just get it out in some respects, I mean, we'll talk about that later, but we're, we're quite opposite in that respect. And it's been quite interesting that we've been meeting in the middle. You know, I've had to be a little bit more organized and uh, follow the structure, which has been good. It's actually made me a better podcaster. And Brett has had to, like today, she didn't have a chance to do the show notes for the episode that came out today that you may be listening to about uh, the, the wellness trends. So I just put it up and I just put a little placeholder based on what the show was about. I knew she was going to be screaming. It was, it was rough. Yeah. I was going to text you about it last night, but I was like, no, no, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Because you know what? It's okay. The world, the earth is still turning. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> and it's not going to make the episode any better. It is not. You know? It's not. Yep. But I, I think I just made up a word there, squeaming. That's, a, that's a, a mixture of a couple words. I like it, though. But, yeah. I do like it. But see, there you go. No one would have noticed. Sure, you know. didn't call it out. Yeah. All right, let's carry on. All right. So number one, no room for mistakes. Do you feel like you're like that? No room for mistakes? No. Okay. I'm I'm a big believer in messing up and learning from it. Okay. Like, I, I would rather try something and mess up than not try it. Right. Okay. So, like, the opposite would be if, if you, if there's an error, you're the first to jump on it and fix it and... Correct, yeah. Okay. I don't care. 
I would say I am not, I'm not like there's no room for mistakes, but I, I'm pretty intolerant. I, well, that, yeah. I have trouble. I mean, I, I think, say. I think we're going to find with a lot of this, it has to be context. Correct. Yeah, you know? definitely. Cause like when I'm, when I'm doing music and, and mixing stuff, there's some things I just don't like, I, I won't sit there and go crazy over the smallest adjustments, but like, I hate hearing breaths in when, in singers or too many breaths. So I, I will sit there and like get them all out. So there are there is context. Like some things, no mistakes. Mm-hmm. But other things, let it go. Right. But I guess I guess priorities. Yes. You have a very specific manner in which things should be done. So if like you're super specific about things no. that people don't totally understand, if something is out of place or doesn't conform to your approach, you're like it's not acceptable. No, and that's <clears throat> me and my girlfriend are very different like that. But that's how we work. So I will just, I'll conform to whatever she wants. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Apart from the toilet paper. Bro, let's get that right. Yeah, that's a pretty big one. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, I'm not really like this. I do have ideas in my head about how things should be done, but I I understand when shifts need to happen and that yeah. other people think about, you know, I've come to a place where I actually welcome different um I, wel- I welcome different approaches to things. Right. Like I would say my husband, he is very sp- free-spirited and I'm not, but I've really, really come through a long time and, a- and some pain and arguments and things. I've come to really appreciate his like perspective on the world and not he's not rigid about anything really. And I, I'm just so grateful for it now because it balances me out. Do you think that there's a gender thing there? Could be. What do you think? I'm trying to think of all the... The friends I have and who is more mm-hmm. on that. It might, it, there could be something to that. It's a great question. Yeah. You know, and and look, it's not like you you're going around the gym picking up stuff and putting it back and tidying up after everybody. No. What know? kind of monster would do that? No. I mean, Jesus. Ugh. Yeah. Who are those kind of people? Mm-hmm. Kick them out. Um, all about the end result. So you don't care what happens in between or what it takes to achieve a goal. You just want to ensure that the end result is attained. Otherwise you'd feel annoyed, even devastated. Oh, this one's so good. This one's so good. Yeah. This one took me a long time to learn. I always, I'm very, I'm a really, really goal oriented person. And I, I, I feel like it's only in the past five years that I've kind of like understood this message to enjoy the journey. Um, I am extremely hard on myself. Well, yes, you are. Yeah. I, I've, um, I've seen and that. And I am about the end result. Yeah, no, totally. That's what, it, that's what people have to remember. Don't like, I've seen it with fitness too. Like don't, don't worry about that. Sometimes you have a long-term goal Yeah. and you might, you might stumble along the way, but don't worry about that. Like I always say a shit workout is better than no workout. And that shit workout might be not working out, but. The idea is just show up and do your best. And then you'll eventually get to that end goal. That's right. I think the the message that the journey is the most important part is such a an important one um, because you hear, like I've read these stories about people who have, you know, billionaires and the ones that have come out the other end and are still like sane and successful say that like, when they finally got to their goals, it was empty yeah. and it was borderline like devastating because they, they put everything toward this one thing they wanted to happen and they didn't pay any attention to like the beautiful moments that it took to get there. Oh, totally. So 
That's a good one. Yeah. And then, yeah, being hard, I mentioned that being hard on yourself. I, I think I will always struggle with this one. That, I mean, I'm always working on this. Really well, there's a difference between um, keeping yourself in check, being self-aware and pushing yourself. And then there's holding yourself to a standard that's not attainable. There is a difference to that. And I think a lot of something a lot of us struggle with is that we hold ourselves to this high standard. Like even for me with music, I kept, I was like, because, you know, I, I am capable of making music that should be on the radio or whatever. As an artist, I was comparing myself to these other people. I'm like, you know what? I, I don't need to be as good a singer as this. I don't need to be a good rapper. I don't need to be a good a songwriter. It doesn't matter. Like just do yourself, do, do what you love and get it out. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, that's that's such like, a hard lesson. But yeah, so but good. like you don't have to be the best. Be that's the right. best you. That's what I always tell myself. Just be the best you. Yep, yep. Yeah, I really struggle with that. I do. I yeah. compare myself. I won't even tell you who I compare myself to. It is ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah, but that's the thing. You don't know what those other people go through. You just see the through the lens that they give you. True. You know, you don't know the hardships in their lives. We all have shit. Yes. Yeah. No, I know. Success is never enough. Whatever you do, there's always a greater height to aim for. So if you achieve X, you want double that. Um, is that perfectionism, though, or is that just being driven and, um, you know, you want to achieve? I think so. I think the difference lies in the fact that, yes, being driven is amazing. But if you get very hooked into a feeling of sadness or depression when you achieve, okay, and it's yeah. just not enough for some reason or you can't shift into, you know, something more constructive, then I think it's a problem. Okay. Yeah. I would say I'm not like that. I, I enjoy the successes. I ride the highs and the lows. It's good. Yeah. I love this one. I don't think you do this. You procrastinate just to do something at the right moment, constantly waiting for the right moment to wake on your, wait to work on your goals whenever you're ready. And sometimes that leads to massive procrastina procrastination. The readiness never comes. I feel like you, like one of the things I really appreciate about you, Paolo, is that you, like for me, I see your role in my life as like the, like you're a skydiving instructor and we're going up, we're up in the plane and I, all the equipment's on and everybody's jumping, jumping. And I'm like hanging onto the wall. Like, no, 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 I don't want to go. Don't make me do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm scared. It's not perfect. And you just push. Well, I feel like you're very good at that. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I guess I am. I'm, I'm quite fearless in that respect. Like, I'll just, I'll go for it. Yeah. But I'll tell you what's wrong with that uh, analogy is that there, there is no chance you'll ever catch me on a fucking plane about to jump out of it. Well, me neither. So I guess, yeah, right. it really doesn't I work. I would be right there with you holding <laughs> There's on. There's no And way. the only reason I push you is because I want to get you out so I can see you. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I would be like, no, wait, the wind speed isn't what they say it should be for skydiving. And my equipment, there's a little like frayed yarn here. I can't go. It's, you know, well, we see, over, we but... see that with you, with your working out, like yeah, with your knee issues, you, you think it should, it's holding you back. I'm like, no, we'll just walk around it. Yeah. Or I'm like, you know, yeah. Like, you know, this is uncomfortable. I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. Like, blah. And you're just sort of like, mm -hmm. just go. Yeah. If you, you know. wait for the, you know, as someone I learned with the divorce and, and just everything in life, like you. Never wait for the right moment. Just do it. Yeah. There's, never, there's never the right moment. There's never the right time to have kids. Never the right time to quit your job. Never the right time to start working out. Never the right time to do any of that stuff. Right. And by the right time, I mean the perfect time. Yeah. We're getting a dog. And I can't tell you how many people were like, oh, it's going to be a lot of work. You have three kids, three boys. Are you crazy? Why are you getting a dog? You're not going to sleep. Like, bah, bah, bah. I mean, so many 
things. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I know. Like, it's not logical. Okay. It's not perfect. I was really excited when you said you're getting a dog. It's going to be messy. But you know what? Like, that's what life's about. Like, we're we're only here for, you know, we're only here for a short time, right? Like, yeah, maybe it's going to be a disaster. But you know what? Like, I have to this is something that I want to do. My family wants to do. So we're just going to do it. Well, I think that's also something, I mean, and my intuition was another thing, like my intuition and my gut, I feel lit up when I think about getting a dog, like just intuitively, I feel good. I don't feel scared, frankly. What I think it is, is people like to coast. They don't like any turbulence in life. So sure. There might be some short term dip and you might lose some sleep. It might be a bit more difficult. You're going to have to work your schedules around. Oh shit. I can't do this because I'm going to be home for the dog or whatever. But guess what? Once the dog's trained, Life gets back to normal, and you got you're even more happiness in your life. Like that's right, it's shifted, but in a very beautiful way. Yeah. Same with kids. No one would ev- ever have kids if they knew. <laughs> I mean, if that's they why, knew yeah. what was involved. I used in to always joke with people, I'm like, "Why didn't you fucking tell me about this? <laughs> you didn't tell me I'd never sleep. You didn't tell me about all the hard work. Like people just say how great it is. Yeah, that's the thing." Yeah, and can yeah. you imagine not having kids? No, like, I can't remember not having kids. To right, be I can't really either. I mean. But if you used your logical, if you wanted everything to be perfect in air quotes, then no, you wouldn't have ever had quick kids. Um, I would tell you this. You can never, ever have enough money to have kids. Don't ever think I'll wait till we're we're financially set. Forget about it. You have no idea. And as someone down the road. They're leeches. And as someone down the road from you a little bit. Right. It only, yeah. gets worse. I'm not going to say it gets worse. I don't want to be negative, but like. Well, not worse. It doesn't get better. Yeah, the the financial burden does not get any easier. No, it doesn't. Because I always hear that, oh, we're waiting waiting until uh, we're making this much money or we have our house. Just do it. Yeah, exactly. Because who knows what what tomorrow's going to bring. So I want to move into, that was a fun little bit of questions to kind of understand like where we are on the topic. I want to talk a little bit more generally about women. What's the conclusion? Conclusion is that I think we both have perfectionist qualities, me more than you. I mean, I think I I have an issue with perfectionism for sure. And I am working, you know, I'm working, I'm doing the work and trying to yeah. get better. Right. But a lot of it comes from, uh, you know, I think a lot of it comes from childhood. And my parents, this is not about my parents. You know, they did a great job. They did the best they could. And I don't think they were thinking about all these issues at the time. But I was raised with this sort of message, whether it was just, you know, I generated it, that, like, I needed to fit into, like, a certain kind of mold, Mm -hmm. a mold of perfection to be loved. And so there's still things, like, I mean, still things I struggle with that are sort of very silly, but, like, it's a message in my mind that if I sort of diverge a little bit, I'm not, it's not going to be perfect anymore. So. You know, this isn't a therapy session, but sometimes this goes back to childhood. And I think for women, this is a huge thing. It's huge. We are told, you know, I mean, the thing that really kills me is that, is this like message for women that like we have to do it all. So we have to be amazing at work, have a thriving work life. We have to be an incredible mom. We have to be sexy and wonderful in the bedroom we have to be able to cook like it's literally impossible to do all these things but i think i'm not the only one who feels under immense amount of pressure to do it all and with a fucking smile on my face well but here's where i'm going to stop you trigger i'm triggered no but here's the thing because i i hear this all the time from 
my dear love of my life. You do all of that. I can't comment on the sexy and bedroom <laughs> stuff. I'll leave that for John. But you do all of those things. I do what, what, I mean, what don't you do? You work. You're a great mom. Yeah. What don't you do? I think, but I fall down on little things. No, but all you the don't. Time. Like you're falling down on things that you you're falling. You're tripping over the obstacles you put in front of you, and that's what I, I feel like. Women do do it more than men. Men don't like men don't really care about how they look. To, like in, in the general scheme of things, they don't really hold themselves to these same high standards. And, and to be honest, I think a lot of men hold women to those standards too. And that's but why that's we see things play out about. in politics and society. But yeah. like I, you know, I'm always telling Andrew, I'm like, you are, you're perfect. I wouldn't want anything different about you. Just because you don't like how you look sometimes, just because of this and that. Like you, you tick all the boxes. Like, like I said, what don't you do out of that list you just said? Well, I think I feel like I'm never doing enough, honestly. I feel like I should be crushing it with all my goals. I feel like I should be here 100% for my kids. I don't well, always feel like I'm here 100%. Well, how, how are you not? There, you know, it's little things. So there's days where they come home from school and I'm off doing something else or I'm distracted and, you know. Yeah, but who said? Or I'm annoyed with them. Who and, said that being a good mom yeah. meant you had to be 24-7 at their, at their service? No, I right. <laughs> but you've put that you've put that I, down and yeah. said I, I have to do that. Yeah, no, I know it's impossible. So that's the thing. It, I mean, this actually speaks to a wider thing. Is there actually such thing as perfection? That's why I think imperfection it's, is perfection because I think it's all what it's subjective. It's right. Subjective. What is perfect? That's right. It's subjective. But I think also I have issue with so on Insta specifically Instagram. I have real problems yes. with successful moms that aren't sharing how much help they have. Yeah. I think it is devastating. And yes, we have the choice to unfollow, and I have done that before. But I think there are a lot of, I think there's a lot of images out there of women who look like they're doing it all. They're beautiful. They have a thriving business. Their kids are adorable. You mm -hmm. know, and it looks like they're just carrying it off effortlessly. Um, there's a well-known influencer slash entrepreneur who posted recently about, um, I would say she doesn't hide the help she has. She doesn't talk about it a lot, which is fine. But um, one day on stories, I think she was doing a Q&A and somebody asked her, like, how do you do all this? She has two girls, you know. Um, and she basically revealed that she has a, so she has a housekeeper who's there every day just to clean the house. She has a packer. So she has a woman who packs her entire family for every single trip. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do a thing. She has a house manager to manage all the activities of the kids and everything. She has an, a personal assistant. So like that, that four employees, she has a, um, two nannies for her kids. Yeah. She has a cook, six employees, you That's know, big payroll, big payroll, but like, yeah, it's hard. Cause you know, like this perfection, like I was saying before, I compare myself, I'll compare myself to her. But, yeah, but then like, you're but also she has doing... a staff of six people. Right. Like, I don't have a staff. Like, it's just me. I have a husband who works a shitload. You know, can you tell I'm, like, so worked up about this? My no, face it, is getting yeah, hot. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's true. And I think it's something a lot of people struggle with. Um, I don't because, like I said, I don't. I've been through enough shit now. I just don't judge myself on all these things. I don't hold myself to a standard. Like, I have, um, like, ethical standards I hold myself to. But I don't hold myself to social standards. Like, even little things like... So my kid's not in preschool right now. There's reasons I can't talk about as to why. But I've noticed it's always the first fucking question you, people ask you when you, like, your kids are playing in the playground. So, oh, where's he got to preschool? 
and you you know you get this judgy look when you say they're not in preschool and it's like we we are where we live is in a very affluent area mm-hmm. we're in the top probably top one percent of the wealth like in terms of general wealth yeah, right. yeah yeah i mean at least top yeah five. i mean and i'm right at the bottom of the the of the uh the neighborhood, if you want to call it, like you know, what I mean, like I'm in terms of where, especially where you live, yes, yeah. yes, I live in Summit, yeah. So, and I'm I'm still way above the poverty line. So, like, I'm just saying about how poor I am. But my point is, like, it's easy to forget outside of that bubble that social standards are different in, in different places. Like, you might not be able to afford to send your kid to do this. You might not be able to afford to go on these trips that other people are going on, and it's okay. You know, it's okay. Like all of my clients are. They're doing good for themselves. That's how they can afford to train with me. And I often get caught up in that. I'm like, oh shit. Like, I shouldn't be going to that restaurant they go to because like that's not that's not in my my level right now. And it is very easy to get caught up and then start judging yourself against what you perceive to be this perfect lifestyle. But then I'm like, you know what? A lot of these people have a lot of shit that they're carrying around with them. They might have money, but they don't have they have all these problems. So there's a this constant like I think just if you weigh it up in your head all the time of just evaluating how people live and then you get out of that psyche of like holding everybody to the standard and trying to reach it yourself if that makes yeah, sense it does yeah and i think for women like one of the things i always go back to is just try to like try to not be jealous and comparing and rather be happy for somebody right yeah, like, man, if like it's a friend that i'm starting to be jealous of like i kind of really try to like look at that and and like give some thought and i mean i will say um this is a little bit of a tangent, but I'm going to reel it back. Perfectionism can lead to a lot of very, very serious yeah. mental disorders, depression, anxiety, all these things. It's led to depression for me, for sure, and anxiety, you know, and I see a therapist. So I just want to mention that if anyone listening to this is really struggles with this, I, I highly recommend talking to a therapist. Yes. It has helped me so much. I probably would be like bawling right now if I didn't, Here, you know. And well, here's something I'm going to tell you is... There are quite a few people that have mentioned to me that Brett is perfect. What? Yes. People see you around the gym and they say, well, that Brett is perfect. And I so, like, I don't, my jaws on the ground. I just don't Yeah, no, but they do. Like That's that the thing. Like, you, you can't look at yourself through your own eyes. Like, yeah. you're one person out of seven billion. Right. You know, everyone else is looking at you, not holding you to these high standards. Right. You know? I mean, my husband, like, John doesn't hold, yeah, like, it's like you're saying, like, yeah. Andrea, like, John doesn't hold me to these standards. He doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm the one who's like, I need to have dinner ready for him when he comes home. Like, you know, and he, he would come home and have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And yeah. literally, he wouldn't even care. He really yeah. wouldn't even care. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I feel bad. Like, he just worked all day, you know, yeah. which is. Well, yeah, it's the thing. Like, I, oh. Andrew's always showing me you know, these girls on Instagram. Oh, look how perfect she is. I'm like perfect she's ugly <laughs> those legs are way too skinny oh i don't like you know it's like but she thinks that's perfect i'm, I'm looking at her like you're way more attractive than that yeah but if people if we, and I, it's something i think women do more than men for i think so reason. i think so and it's crippling but you know yeah, yeah there's kind of ways to get by it um and i do think one more thing is that um for women I, this is part of the Glennon Doyle book mm-hmm. that's coming out. And I'm kind of, the older I get, this is the cool thing I think about getting older is that you stop giving a fuck. Yeah. And I definitely, I'm working on it. I still very much do, but I've gotten so much better. And I think you really start getting more comfortable in your skin and you really start realizing like, you just have to be who you are 
And if that's somebody that's a little bit out of bounds or doesn't fit in a neat little perfect box of what society thinks is acceptable, then so be it, you know? Yeah. Um, I think getting okay with that is a really good way to kind of like, you know, just doing what's right for you yeah. and not other people. Agreed. Yeah. Right, let's move down the list. So I think that's kind of, I mean, oh, perfection as an adult versus kid, a kid. We can kind of talk about this. I just want to just discuss it briefly is um, because this, when I was younger, none of this, I wasn't a perfectionist when I was younger. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we know what perfection is as kids or so have a, an idea of, but having said that though, that's one thing my oldest struggles with a lot with his schooling and well, he doesn't go to school, but you know, when he's learning with me at home. Like he's often very afraid to answer a question mm-hmm. because he, I know he knows it because he'll 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 come up to me and show me you know how to spell my name or whatever. But then if you ask him what's that letter, he's so crippled by being like the thought of being wrong that he's he doesn't answer it, mm. and then he'll guess. So there, I think there is there is something. I don't think they, it's to do with perfect, but I do think kids have the capacity to be fearful of being wrong or mm-hmm. you know not. They, and they probably do compare themselves to, to their peers. I think so. I mean, and again, I think specifically, I have vivid memories. As starts in fourth grade, I have vivid memories of yeah. like trying to fit in, of like trying to run with a popular crowd, and mm-hmm. that continued. That continued basically for yeah. a very well, I mean, long time. But I, 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 again, I, I was very. I mean, it, it led to being insecure now, but you know, I had really really bad acne to the point where the dermatologist when we showed up he was like he had a little dictaphone he was recording for his secretary to write notes mm-hmm. he was like it's one of the worst cases of acne i've ever seen oh, i was like great man I'm 15 years old That's I not, yeah um and i had you know glasses and braces it was a pretty goofy period of my life but i was very insecure and would compare myself to these other cool good looking what i consider good looking kids that got all the girls mm. you fucking look at them now you're like wow oh, yeah right you know all right hot stuff yeah <laughs> yeah so, yeah, I mean, that, that happens to kids, but I, I, I don't think it's as crippling when mm-hmm. you're a kid. You don't have a, a worldview. That's right. You don't have a worldview. You have your parents there kind of right. backstopping you and cheering you on. Yeah. I mean, I've always been really ambitious, really, really ambitious. And that, that has always served me well, but particularly in school, it served me well. You know, like if you give me a goal and a plan, like I will just execute and go to town mm-hmm. um but i think in adulthood it's become it's still good but it's also morphed into perfectionism in some ways yeah especially when i find i'm like drifting and don't really have a goal yeah so i think that's kind of where it can change at least it, where it did for yeah. me um, yeah and just in terms of like creativity as well um something me and my uh the guitar player I, I play when i do acoustic shows we're all like we always joke how we rarely ever practice sometimes that backfires um but you know the the best show we did was um at rocktoberfest in melbourne and it was like a you know, thousand odd people there they were all weren't listening but they were around the vicinity and i switched the setup like we got there i had a whole set planned um i'd been practicing there was had all these backing tracks and i was like oh shit like the closest people to the stage were about 30 feet away because it, it was a beer garden no one's really s- hanging out in the would be like the mosh pit it's like oh my god i'm seeing like a real idiot like dancing around on stage when no one's that close there's no vibe there's no atmosphere for that so i just said all right we're gonna do these songs hadn't practiced them or whatever and we went up and just did them and i think if we'd oftentimes when we do practice too much you lose the um that like you just lose the vibe like there's something about being on the edge that 
can can make something something even more special. So I think when you're being creative, chasing perfection is not what you want to go for because it can really prevent you getting, you know, there could be a certain sound or a certain, um, I mean, it's like someone like Adele. Everyone loves her. Oh, God. She's, her vocals aren't perfect on the songs. I mean, they tune them and everything, but like you hear cracks in her voice no, and that's I what you love. love. You hear the emotion. Oh, like if, you, so if she tried to sing perfectly, it would be dead. Yeah, you're right. You know? You're right. I love when I hear songs, the songs I love the most are when I like Harry Styles. I love him. But you hear like you hear this like angst in his voice. Oh, I just Yeah. So that's the, that's the thing. If you if you try to be perfect and hit all the notes exactly as you hit them, make sure the breathing's right, you you know, you're smoothing over each note and whatever, you're going to lose the soul. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that is the perfection, the imperfection. Yeah. Yeah, Which goes I think back that's to a my great original point. point. Yep, I love that. So, I think we can kind of wrap it up. Wrap it up a little bit here. I do want to just talk about, you know, again, ambition is really good. I think that going back to goals, if you're just ambitious, you're going to feel relief and happiness after you reach a goal. Yeah. The problem and where perfectionism starts creeping in is when you're still not happy. You know, when no goal is too great. And I think if you happen to be, you know, this is just my non-professional advice personal advice um if you are an ambitious person try to have goals you know i think it's been a struggle for me because i am you know well now i'm, I'm starting to you know work but I, i've been a stay-at-home mom for a long time and in that role you know it's really hard to be like ah what's my goal today like right. keep my keep my kids alive okay so but even within that, you can find things, you know, maybe you just spend time every night learning a new language or doing something that fuels your creativity yeah. and passion and setting goals around it. That can really help. And that's this is more just a happiness tip, not necessarily avoiding perfectionism. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the other thing, too, is that setting goals doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're chasing perfection. Like some people really need to have, you know, you know, they have their end goal and they have all these goals, all these milestones they want to hit before they get to that main goal. And that's okay. Some people need that kind of structure. Or you could be like me where you just have that end goal and you don't care how you get there. You know, it's going to be ups and downs. You're just going to bulldoze your way through and get there. So I think it does, the, the person uh, is, is dependent on the individual for that. But setting goals doesn't necessarily equate to perfection. One thing I do too, and this is such a, you know, they always say if you're annoyed with something, like look inside yeah. yourself and figure out what you're annoyed about. Mm-hmm. I get really, I get really triggered and annoyed when I see people like being lazy, making excuses, mm-hmm. or like just n- completely not following up on their potential. Like it. You want to try being a personal trainer? Kills me. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's my life. Working with people who. <clears throat> say they want something but don't want to put the work in for it and it used to really 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 bug me yeah but then you just have to be empathetic and be like okay you know you have to kind of feel sorry in a way like oh it's a shame that this person doesn't want to that's compassion right yeah and you know what ends up happening they eventually they do come around yeah and i think that's a good lesson yeah so one of the ways that i'll say that i've dealt with perfectionism is just being compassionate toward myself yeah Things like meditation have really helped me to just, you know, if I have discomfort around something, I lean into it now. I used to like really avoid it. Mm-hmm. I just lean into it now. Um, and I also take a moment, right? Like I'm proud of myself for the way, like I thought of the show notes last night. I was really tired, really irritable. I was going to send you a, a text mm-hmm. and I, I stopped myself. I was like, no, he has a life. 
and it really doesn't matter. Like it is okay. And that's, you know, and it really is okay. Well, that's the thing. What was the goal? To get the podcast out. That's right. So we got that's it right. out. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. I mean, right. And it, it, you know, just because yeah. the show notes aren't there doesn't mean it's not perfect. I, yeah. And I was thinking that, <laughs> uh, you know, I was up at five putting it together and finishing it up and putting it out. And I was like, this is actually the best, the best example for what we're about to talk about today. Yeah. It's good. You know, and it shows our two differences. That's right. That's right. And it's, yeah, it's like a push and pull, which yeah. is, which is nice. And so I think that it just takes a lot of introspection and talking to somebody. I mean, for me, talking to a therapist has been really great because she can kind of like, much like you've done today, she's almost like a mirror. And some mm -hmm. of the things I say, right, like I'm trying to do it all. And it's like, but wait, how are you not doing it all? You know, yeah. she says mirroring questions like that, that make me kind of be like, oh, right. Like this is all in my head. Yeah. So I think that can be really helpful. Yeah. Um, and again, if you think that, you know, you really are feeling depressed or down, I, I do suggest getting help. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Talk to someone. Yeah. Even if it's a friend. Even if it's a friend. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. wait. No. I, yeah, oh, wait, I have one more thing. Oh, you do? Go more. ahead. Yes. This is just quick. In the show notes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put down a list of women who I feel like are kind of really pushing the envelope on this idea of perfection for women. So these are women that are unapologetic. They are you know, doing what's best for them and they're not scared to spread their message. So mm -hmm. my friend Jamie, who I had lunch with yesterday, Sophie Jaffe, Glennon Doyle, these are all women. You can agree with what they're doing or not, but like what I really respect is that they are living their lives out loud and fearlessly yeah. and they're not sitting down and being quiet. And I, more and more, those are the kind of women that I just gravitate to. Good. Yeah. I look forward to uh, checking some of them out. Yes. I know. I did promise in the last episode I wouldn't let you do an ending again. Okay. Yeah. So gonna we're going to sign off. Make sure you do write and subscribe. Where can we find you? So you can find the show at Tell Me Something Good Show mm -hmm. on Instagram. You can also find me personally on Instagram at Brett Cortell. You can find me at Paolo Music, and that's music with a Z. Because I'm special. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good that one. Was, right? yeah. yeah. Did you think about that for a long time? No, she just came off the... See, I was inspired. It wasn't perfection. Hmm. See? You're in the flower. Anyway, I'm going to do like a news, uh, news reader. And that's... Uh, we're signing off. I wouldn't have been a good news, news presenter. Would I? I'm trying to be quiet because you told me not to say anything at well, the end. Say something but... and I'll just be the last word. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Okay, we're done. <laughs>